Hello and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I'm so thankful that you chose to join us today. The focus first for January the 9th in the year 2022 is found in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, and it reads as follows from the ESV. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As I've told you before, all the words, all the verses of the Holy Scriptures are of utmost importance. But I think this is one of those that is, um, it's one of the foundations of uh, Christianity about what Jesus can do for us and what he has done for us. So to begin with, let's think about and talk about um, where we find this verse and who wrote this. This uh, was penned by the gospel writer, John. We've talked about him a couple other times, maybe three or four other times since we began this podcast, but this is found in um, his letter that's called First John. And um, you may remember if you've listened to previous podcasts that he was the Apostle John. He wrote the Gospel of John, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and the Book of Revelation. And um, like I said, I love all the words and all the verses, but uh, the book of 1st John, when you have time to go back and read it, is just such a wonderful book for Christians about how to live and how can we ha- can have assurance that we know Jesus and that we are His and that we have life eternal. Several times throughout this letter of 1 John, he will say, you know, or by this we know, or um, that you may know. And so I would invite you at some point to go back in your study and read the book of 1 John or the letter of 1 John and and Mark where he says, you know, or you can know, or by this you know, it will be such a blessing to you. So back to today's verse. Um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, there are several different ways we could go with this, and we could spend days on this verse, but um, I think we can just start at the beginning. If we confess, he is faithful. So we have a part to play in this, and that is realizing that we are sinners. You know, um, Romans 3.23 says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The reason is, is that there are none of us who are righteous on our own. Um, in Psalm chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, we, we read that, but especially in verse 3, it says, um, they have all turned aside together. They have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. And Paul uh, recounts this in his letter to the Romans in chapter 3, verse 10, and it says, As it is written, there is none righteous, not even one. But why does that matter? Um, you may ask yourself, or, or non-believers may ask you, why does it matter if I'm not righteous before God? Well, it matters because there is going to be a judgment someday. There's going to be a, a reckoning one day. And those who are uh, seen as righteous, who are uh, 
in Christ and and covered by uh, His blood that He shed for us to pay the penalty for the sins that we have committed. Um, for those of us that have that, uh, we won't be cast into eternal hell, which will be a terrible place, and it will be um, completely separated from God. And it's a real place. Jesus mentioned it several times himself. So don't let anyone tell you that it's just an imaginary or a um, theoretical place. It's a real place. And it's a complete a place of complete separation. So when when Christians talk about salvation, it's that we are saved from that eternal separation from God. We're saved from that punishment and saved from that hell. We have a need to be cleansed. We have a need to be uh, righteous before the Father, and we can't do it on our own. Um, there's not a thing that we can do on our own other than to call out for help. And so that's where the confession comes in. It says, if we confess our sins, so we have to acknowledge that we are sinners um, and that we have done things wrong. Um, and that's a difficult part. You know, uh, we humans don't like to do that. We like to uh, say, oh, well, I did this because of this, or it's someone else's fault that I did this. No, we're sinners. And we need to acknowledge that. We need to own up to that. And we need to uh, confess that to a loving Heavenly Father who wants to clean us up. But we have to humble ourselves and get over that pride and um, and ask Him for the help. And He's faithful. This verse says, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, not just some, just not part of it, but all of it. He is so faithful, friend. If you look in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, it says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. And in Isaiah 43, chapter um, Let's see, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 25. I, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. And in um, the minor prophet book of Micah, chapter 7, verses 18 and 19. Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sin in the depths of the sea. What wonderful blessings. He uh, washes us white as snow. He remembers our sins no more. He uh, casts them in the depths of the sea. But we have to confess. We have to say we're sinners and we have to ask for that. We have to acknowledge who we are before a holy God and acknowledge that we can't do it on our own. It's Jesus who did this for us. And I love this from the book of Romans in chapter 5, starting in verse 6. It says, 
<laughs> excuse me, for while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that should just make you want to uh, stop and praise him right now. You know, um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, it says, And because of him you are in Christ Jesus, who, pe who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption and then in second corinthians chapter 5 verse uh, 21 it says for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of god jesus took all of our sin on him and took the penalty on the cross so that you and i could be right with the father and i love this from uh Paul's letter to Titus in chapter 2, where it says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce, and that's where that confession and repentance comes in, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. Oh, how much he loves us. <laughs> and um, just so thankful for his grace and his mercy and his love that he's shown toward us. And I would encourage you to um, spend time thinking, thanking him for that today. And one more thing that he brought to my mind that I think is very important to say because that old devil, the deceiver, tries to make people, he tries to make all of us think that we may need to get cleaned up ourselves, uh, that we have to do the cleaning, uh, that we have to uh, fix our lives and, and make everything better and pull it all together before God will uh, be able to do anything with us. And that's not true. We have to come to Him. We have to confess to Him. He does the cleaning up. He does the repairing. He does the saving. It's not anything we can do on our own. So don't forget that, friend. I want to leave you with um, this 32nd Psalm, which is just um, such a blessing. But before I end with that Psalm, I want to encourage you to Read God's Word on your own. Study it, give it, and share it. So, Psalm 32. Blessed is the one who, whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and, whose, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. 
You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Until next time, friends, blessings to you.